I'm Haley. Hi, I'm Hai Tian. You're listening to Heart to Heart, a podcast by Humans in Harmony. Today, we're going to be speaking with two of our participants in the Collaborative Arts Project, Preston and Joshua, who created a beautiful song titled "The King of Quarantine." Three. So I wanted to start off talking about each of your individual relationships with art, and particularly music making. So we might as well just start off with like the origin of your creative story, with how you guys each became interested in music. I don't know, like the only art that I've ever kind of understood has kind of been music. Like when I listen to music, I feel like like I hear people always say art is kind of like something that moves you, and to me, music is kind of the only thing that moves me. And like my earliest memories have always been like when I was like three or four, listening to like the Weezer Black album, which is an awful album, but like I love it because it's like the earliest music that I could listen to, and I listen to it with my dad in the car and stuff like that. So like music is always like in all my memories, music has always been something that like I've always like really enjoyed, and it's kind of shaped who I was. And then like I've always wanted to play the guitar I played, and I always was kind of like my dream from like ever since I was a kid because it's like well the cool people always play the guitar. And then I finally got to play the guitar, and then I it ended up consuming my life. Then I ended up falling in love with music, and then I、uh, went to Berklee College of Music, and that's where I am right now. That's awesome. How about you, Josh? Yeah. So、um, actually, at my house, like growing up, my parents had like an old electric guitar that my mom used to play, and it was just like chilling behind like a file cabinet. And like me and my brother would always like always want to use this. It was almost like some like forbidden thing we weren't like supposed to like use, I guess. Um, but then once you were like old enough to not just, you know, wreck a nice guitar,、um, our parents like let us use it, and so like that's when I got interested in music.、Um, and then I remember like we went on a family vacation and we were visiting relatives, and they had a piano, and I probably it was probably extremely annoying for them because I played like the same thing on the piano like all weekend,、um, and that's when I was like, oh, I want to like learn piano, and so like I bought one from like a garage sale and like started learning how to play piano. And then that just kind of like kept going. And in high school, I was like, okay, I think I want to like actually do music, and that's what I'm majoring in right now. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That your, I feel like usually childhood passions and loves can really dwindle by the time that you guys get older. But I love how intertwined it is with your family and with your childhood, and just that you still feel so closely related to music is really awesome. Um. So yeah, and today, com- compared to when you first were interested in music, what would you say music means to you on a more personal level?、Mm. Has it changed since you were a kid? Or I mean, I just, yeah, it's kind of changed a little bit because now that I decided to go to Berkeley, it's not like、um, a hobby anymore. I'm like realizing that it's going to have to become my job. So I'm kind of making that transition. Well, like I'm still playing for fun because that's how I love music. But then I also have to do things. Like I have to learn scales or like different modal things that I don't want to learn, but I have to for like music. So it's like slowly becoming like my job, and I still really love music. And、um, my only—that's kind of like the only real difference. It is like I still listen to it all the time for fun. I still like like to just expand my reach. Like I listen to jazz and stuff now, and not especially now that I'm in music school. I used to never do that stuff. And I view music as more as like. Even though it's like cooking, it's almost like a scientific art where it's like in the beginning, it's kind of like you can just listen to it, and it's just like and like you can always just taste food, 
food just tastes good. But if you learn how to cook, as like if you learn how to play music, you slowly realize like the kind of nuances that are in music. So I'm kind of getting more into the scientific hmm. yeah, areas of music. Yeah. How about for you, Josh? Has your relationship changed at all? Yeah. I mean, I feel like like a like similar experience like of going and actually studying music. It becomes more. Um, they were fun, but there were also like obligations, and I had to like work. But now, like, I just write a bunch of songs, and it's something that I could just do for fun. And like, um, I've been trying to teach myself guitar since March, and that's just something that's like fun, and I don't have to like mm-hmm. do it for anything or like. Um, for like any class but it's just something that I get to do and that's been really fun yeah so I, it seems like learning about music on a more academic level has almost like opened up more creative doors in both of your minds which is which is awesome so now I wanted to go a little bit deeper into your song for um, the collaborative arts project King of Quarantine because there's truly there's so much there I listened to it a bunch of times um, before this um, interview, and it really brought me back to those those early days of quarantine. Um, and so the song was obviously inspired by the state of our country and the world at the time. But I, thought, I was wondering if there was a deeper, more personal inspiration behind it, and what your specific mindsets were during the time that led to the song. It was kind of what I was just feeling at the time because Josh came up and then when we first started talking, he had like this whole thing already made. Like he had the chord progression of like, what do you call it, like four bars written. So I was like, okay, we can kind of do something off this. And I'm, I'm kind of like a guy when I write music, just kind of like whatever I'm feeling at that moment is like whatever I end up writing about. Like I can't like think of something and then like revisit it like a week later. Like whatever I feel in the moment, I kind of just end up writing about. And I was getting a little angsty because I was getting sick of quarantine mm-hmm. and sitting at home all day. So I was just like, I'm just going to write about this. Was the process similar for you, Josh, or was it a bit more premeditated on your end? Um, I think definitely, like, at first it was just kind of like writing how I felt. Um, And then I think where, like, I guess where the song breaks from that is, like, the last chorus. Instead of saying, like, I wish I had everything that I had before March, um, this isn't that bad. Like, we'll just get through this. And that's kind of is a hope for the future that it's like, oh, I can look back and be like, even though, like, I want old things back, like there's new things that arise from this. Almost manifesting it through music and through the lyrics in your song. Um, And so what was the process like creating over Zoom for the first time? It was like a little bit weird until i did it with josh it was like always in person so like he would do something and then i just like mute myself and i'd figure out something with the chords and then like some melody and i'd be like yo josh check this out and then he'd like listen and like dope <laughs> then we just like continued going on after that it was it was weird but it's like it's kind of like the same thing as like college is kind of weird with like online like it's not like awkward awkward but it's kind of like this different but i don't really like different kind of want to go back to normal but it's like whatever yeah yeah, it's almost weird how much like silence there was when we were making this song because like like we would come together and like talk about an idea and then like mute ourselves and then like work on it for like an hour and then like when I was done mute we'd be like, okay, check this out, like I've been working on this. It was almost like strange how much silence there was when we were working on a musical project. Hmm. Do you think that the silence had any creative benefits or do you think it was just 
overall more difficult process to really collaborate with someone online. I don't know. Now that I did it for the first time, I feel like I want to be as bad if I did it again. Oh, it wasn't even bad when we did it. I thought it was pretty easy and streamlined. Because like I feel like we're on the same page. But it's like we only did the silence, or at least I did it, because it's like we couldn't like link up what we were doing together. So like if you would play a drum part, I'd be playing a guitar part off him, but when if you heard it, it'd sound it'd be off like by two beats. So it just it just didn't work. I'm also kinda like a guy who kinda likes silence a lot. I like to be alone in my room for a long time. So it's like silence is kinda like where I get most of my creative ability from because I feel like nobody's like there judging me and I can just kind of do whatever I want to do yeah do you feel um the same way Josh or no yeah like I don't it was it's just like weird I guess thinking about silence when working with like a musical project but I don't think it was like like it wasn't like hindering anything and it was on it was like kind of good because it was just like like we like we knew we were both working on stuff I, I felt like it kind of like inspired me to like like actually be more productive in that time just because it's like oh like this is like the time where like we're getting stuff done yeah so on a similar note to um just the overall tone of the song um when i was listening to it you you really just cannot help but feel like the wistful almost nostalgic tone in your lyrics and even in like the tinge of your voices you could feel just the the sadness and the longing for the past um listening to it the other day really brought me back to like that hazy month of March when we were like truly under lockdown and figuring out how to how to navigate this whole thing and some of your lyrics like um, my brain is floored I can't even bring myself to play a chord my brain is floored, I can't even bring myself to play a chord. And I try to let the voices die inside resonate with a lot of us these days but I was wondering if these lyrics reflect a particular struggle that to produce in the socially distanced age um, in other words like has the pandemic altered your relationship with creativity at all I feel like when I write music I always make things a little bit more dramatic than how I'm actually feeling like I was I was just kind of like I don't really want to play a chord today but then I was like I'm so flawed I can't even bring myself to play a chord but I'm happy that you I was kind of in like a rut I just didn't want to play music because I was like kind of burned out from Berkeley because it was just everyday jazz chords, jazz this, blues this, blues this, learn about music theory. And my whole life was music. So like in my free time, I just did anything but music. And then when I went to quarantine, I kind of had nothing to do because like YouTube can only keep you entertained for so long. I ended up just playing music for a bunch of like a lot of the time. And I kind of rediscovered why I like music like mid quarantine. So it was kind of like from all the bad things that quarantine, that quarantine did, even though it wasn't even that bad, I feel like it was more of a positive for me because it kind of gave me a time to reset, kind of just like chill out again. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like I kind of feel the same way, like um, having just all the time and having nothing to do. I think our first week of quarantine was like my spring break. And so it was like, I don't want to do a single thing this whole week. And then it kind of just like that ran over into the rest of the semester. Um, but then like, it was kind of nice to have just a lot of time to um, do things with music that I hadn't done before. Um, like I started actually trying to produce stuff and then like learning guitar. And so doing that was like really like formative, I guess, and something that I probably wouldn't have done for a while. Yeah, and I personally found it inspiring because I think everyone was um, creating art during that time just because there was nothing else to do. And I personally felt more inspired to create at that time, just seeing all the things people made. 
um, I think was a really awesome way to bring everyone together. Um, and my last question before we shift gears a bit to Haitian's section is, um, what did you guys learn about yourselves or each other during this process, both as people and as artists? That's like a two-part question. So I'll do the first part. What did I learn about myself just like during quarantine? Like just like the whole six months of quarantine? During quarantine or just writing this song, the aftermath of writing this song? I'm like when I'm writing art, I'm kind of being able, I'm able to be vulnerable. But most other times I kind of shield myself with like jokes or like I just kind of compartmentalize because that's just kind of who I am. And like, so I didn't really know how I was feeling about quarantine because I didn't really, I like, I was like for the first week I was like, yo, quarantine sucks. Then I was just like, ah, it's whatever, it's what I'm doing now. And I just didn't, didn't matter to me that much. And then I wrote the song, I was like, oh, this is kind of how I'm feeling. But then I stopped writing the song, I'm like, okay, I'm back to being like pressed again. I'm not really emotional about this. But then um, I kind of just met Josh because I've never even spoken to Josh before. Oh, so it was what? cool to, yeah, because um, he and Max put, uh, Max put me and Josh in a group together. I was like, I, Josh would have been a person I would have never ever met because he goes to Columbia. Mm-hmm. And he like lives in, I forgot where in California, but he lives in California and I've like haven't been to California in forever ever. So like I wouldn't have seen Josh for sure. So it was just cool to meet like a guy who's also majoring in music that was also, you know, willing to do this Zoom creativity exploration thing. Oh, that's beautiful. Music bringing people together. I love it. <laughs> um, what about you, Josh? Did you learn anything? Obviously you guys learned that you both existed, but um did you learn anything about yourself? Yeah, I think just through like the whole process, um, like I have a really bad habit with music stuff of like starting a ton of like indiv- like little things and then never actually like developing them into a complete song. And so that was like literally the first time I had completed a full song and like like everything with it. And so that was really cool just having done that, like meeting someone like that I never knew and then just becoming like extremely open and vulnerable. Like that was just something that was really cool. Um, like just me and Preston kind of talking about how we feel and like how quarantine has affected us um, and putting that into song. Like that was just a really cool experience. Yeah, awesome. Just to, add, just to add on to that as well, I forgot to add, when Josh said how like he never finished a project either, that was actually like the first project that I ever really finished too. Cause I was writing stuff in quarantine, but I'd always get like halfway through and then like, I just kind of write to make guitar solos. So I'd write like a song just so I could play a guitar solo. But after I did the this project, I ended up writing a couple songs and like finishing them to completion. So like this project actually kind of kickstarted me to be able to do that. Cause I just kind of needed a kick in the butt until I actually did it. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you guys are, it's so cool that you guys are like kindred music souls. I don't know. It's profound that two people who've never met and still have never met were able to produce something so beautiful and cohesive together. Um, So yeah, those are all my questions. Now, um, Haitian has some questions for you guys. More fun questions too. So my question was more on the creative side of the story um, and we wanted to use these questions to um, allow our audiences to get to know you better and your relationship with music better. Um, so my first question was um, a quote unquote choose a song to fit the scenario question was it's late autumn, trees are falling, you are trying to go out for a walk. When you realize that the only footpath that you always um, take walks was flooded. So you started walking on the other path that you always wanted to walk on, but never did before. As you were walking on that new path, the rain gradually stopped and you heard birds chirping. 
what kind of song would you listen or would you imagine yourself listening that fit this scenario? I already know mine. I'm like, I'm not into country, but there, I'm like really into John Mayer. And like my second favorite album by John Mayer is a, uh, or Born and Raised. And I just think that whole album fits like anything in nature perfectly. Cause I'm like, you drive and then just seeing the trees, just being in nature when I hike, it just, I feel like that's like the only time I can listen to that album. And like, I really like that album. So I, when I want to listen to it, I kind of force myself to go outside to listen to it, listen to it in the right setting. This is kind of crazy because I went home for the weekend um, to my like tiny suburban town and I listened to that album while I was driving around and looking out at all the autumn trees and John Mayer actually went to my high school for a year. So very nostalgic for me. Um, I'm, I'm going to Berkeley because John Mayer went to Berkeley. Oh. John Mayer is like my number one musical influence. No way. He's awesome. Sorry. I love John Mayer. Back to you, Josh, just a little. I feel like I had to say that. No, it was good. I was still thinking. I I live up in like the mountains in California, and so I feel like this is a very like like lived experience, honestly, for me. And so I'd probably like listen to something like maybe like Alaska by Maggie Rogers or something else that's very like like wistful, I guess, in a way. Like it just sounds very like to me. I associate like that with being outside with friends, like going hiking and stuff or something. And so probably like something by Maggie Rogers. So wonderful. I thought it's just amazing that almost we're, we're in the same language of description, but coming up with different memories of our own and generate songs that can be shared. The second question, um, which probably Pesni have already answered, um, is you could kindly share with us one source that has been your artistic inspiration. In the past years, like when I was in high school, it was definitely John Mayer. It was pretty much like I lived on John Mayer. What about you, Josh? One thing that I've been trying to like take inspiration from is like when people write songs about emotions that like are fairly universal, but you've never like heard them put into words. Um, and like one of Cunning Gray's songs, Heather, I think does that pretty well. And then also um, the band Laney, they just released their album like two days ago. Um, but they have a song called Sad, and I think that one is also like just like the way they put like an emotion that like people like feel and like don't really want to talk about but the way they like put it into words is so like incredible i definitely agree i um i come from a sort of a more literature background and i feel sometimes there are words or feelings that are unspeakable in a way that music can almost express and create a new language around it so definitely the way music can actually other um, the kind of unspeakable feelings that we would feel with language or textual language. So the question is, um, share with us a story of a stranger um, who left their traces in your memory. And now I look back on that question, perhaps sort of all these emails um, um, that person you've sort of encountered are strangers in a way, um, metaphorically. But um, if you have sort of memories of strangers um, that cross paths with you, that um, that's a trace in your memory, if you could share them with us. I'm trying, I, I, there's definitely one where it's like, I definitely like formed my life off of some like some offhand comment some guy made about me randomly. But I'll say like something like my dad has always influenced me is like, my dad has always been a guy who just says, get it like done, done. If you're gonna do it, do it well. And then he's, um, when I was a kid, I used to go to piano recitals and he always says, if you mess up, just keep on going. Cause I was like a kid who was like super emotional when I was like going through puberty, like cried all the time. So like if I messed up at the piano recital, I like think the world was ending. So then he told me like, well, if you mess up, just keep on going. But that like line is always stuck in my head. So like even when I could perform now, like when I mess up, it's not even a big deal anymore. I'm just kind of like, oh, well, 
now I know I'm like now I know I'm cooking with gas. Now I know we can like start ramping it up. It's wonderful that that kind of language of just keep moving on, and I feel like. Even thinking about like current days with quarantine and everything almost stopped moving, and just keep on doing what you're interested in, keep on doing what you've always been doing, was a way almost of surviving through it or dealing with it and coping with it. It's it's really touching. Um, story. Thank you for sharing. Um, what about you, Joshua? Yeah, I think kind of what Preston said was really interesting about like. How like kind of like musical influences we have are like strangers to us, but it feels like we like know them because、um, they put so much of themselves into their music, which is、um, something that's like very cool and honestly like very inspiring. I guess just putting so much of yourself into something that you create and like showing that like so publicly is just like something that's like very influential. Absolutely. The fourth question was about sort of your own interaction, your own engagement with music.、Um, what have you been engaging a lot with lately?、Um, it could be new songs, it could be new artists, or any piece of news that you would like to share with us,、um, music-wise. What you've been paying attention to,、um, or seeing opportunities in、um, anything. I've just been kind of just going down like. Oh, I was for like August. I was going down the emo rabbit hole, but I'm kind of like getting out of it now because it's like it's a little bit too melodramatic for me. So I'm trying to just find a new genre that I like. Like I mentioned before,、um, Lainey just released their third album, which is like crazy,、um, and I just been spending a lot of time listening to that、um, and just kind of yeah, like it's it's a really good album. I like it a lot. I think it might be my favorite one of theirs.、Um, but just seeing how. Like their sound and what they write about has progressed has been really cool because,、um, like this album seems very like honest and like straightforward, which is like really interesting. Um, the last question that I have for you, um, I also about sort of news, but you not news about the artists that you're interested in, but sort of your future plans. Are there anything exciting、um, coming up for both of you? Any projects or、um, collaborations or、um, research trips that you're working on? I've been writing a bunch of music recently, and I've been like learning how to like, like what do you call that? Record it well, mix it well, because I have a bunch of ideas, and I've just been kind of just trying to just play stuff that I like, and then just writing it down. And then now that I have a couple like demos made, I want to like make like a little demo EP and release it on my Instagram, just cause you know I need a little bit of self validation. But <laughs> other than that, nothing really. Our dear audiences should look up for your Instagram and yeah. Like,、um, oh my Instagram. Be that、um, published. <laughs> let me see. It's、uh, at Preston underscore Craw. I think underscore music. We'll definitely have everyone take a look and look very much looking forward to all the demos、um, and their release. Yeah, I also have been like writing a ton.、Um, I feel like especially since like like mid July, like I I don't know what it was, but I've just had such like a creative like urge, I guess, to write a ton of stuff. And so、um, I feel like I should like I'm I'm like also also like completing the songs, which is really good because that's something I would struggle with. Um, and so, I hopefully will actually like produce and record these songs,、um, and like potentially have an EP release.、Um, I don't know if that's going to be like anytime soon, but I feel like that's like a goal for the future is to actually、um, like re- release new EP songs. I'm sure you will be able to do that, and I'm sure there will be wonderful to hear. And so much looking forward to that. We enjoyed listening to it so much. Yeah, I just well, f- first off, thank you so much.、Um, 
I feel like being able to escape the almost like myopic direction of small talk when you first meet people really allows and just going deep into the like tell me about your soul because I feel like for you guys music is a part of your soul and I just just met you and I asked you to tell me really personal things but I think it's really beautiful and that I got to learn so much about you guys and it feels nice to connect with people um, in a genuine, not superficial way these days. So thank you for giving that to me and giving it to our, um, to our listeners. You're welcome. Oh, and-, and I agree too. I, agree. I really don't like small talk. I always kind of like try to like break the ice immediately. I hate small talk so much. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. One last thing to create a scenario for our next guest speakers to come up with um, a song that they would choose. I like happy stuff, so I'll say like, you're sitting by the lake and it's like 12 in the afternoon, kind of a cup, like a few clouds, just a little cotton candy clouds everywhere. And that's kind of it. I was like, whatever you listen to in that moment. I'm sure, yeah. Driving up like some hill or like up a mountain, I guess, and like overlooking like the place where you live. Um, and like you're in your car and you're like parked and you could see like everything. I guess like what you would you would listen to then. Oh, that is so wonderful. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And thank you for your time that went on kind of long and I know people are busy. So thank you so much. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's all we have unless you guys have any questions. I don't yeah. have any questions. Do you have any questions, Josh? <laughs> no questions then well okay um it was nice meeting you guys hopefully this will be up soon i think max is gonna work some magic and try and get this out as soon as possible. oh i do actually have a question where would this where would you guys like post this or like upload it um i think it's gonna be on our website and we're gonna like compile all of the podcasts we do into one spotify playlist awesome so yeah Thank you for having us. You know, I'm not really too good with like thank yous, but you know, thank you for having us. <laughs> we appreciate that you took the time to interview us. It was Hope everything awesome. for your uh, website goes really well. We're happy. Oh, I was happy to be a part of it. I'm sure Josh was too, but I won't speak on behalf of him. <laughs> no, Josh hated it. He had a miserable. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for setting up this whole project. Like, it was such a like cool concept, I guess. Just like for for you guys to like put people together and to make a song. Like, that's really cool. We're so happy you enjoyed. At Humans in Harmony, we believe the power of arts to connect people across cultural and geographic boundaries. In this unstable time of the COVID-19 pandemic, it is more important than ever to find creative ways to connect with each other. Humans in Harmony is adapting to these difficult times by using virtual means to connect people from different backgrounds. This summer, we launched a virtual collaborative arts project connecting people from the United States to the Netherlands to China in creating multimedia art projects and sharing our stories together in this isolated period of time. It's for too long since I've seen your face So I could feel your hair Were you even there? I want to touch you again But I shouldn't dare I'm stuck at home
Royalty enthroned on March 15th. 